three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Humble host hunter here. Hope you guys are having a great uh, long weekend, Lord willing. So I've got a quick review here for um, <laughs> for a movie that I have not seen. I gotta be honest, I probably haven't seen this in at least six, seven years. But Independence Day, the original Independence Day, not that bullshit Independence Day resurgence, which we do have a review up for on the channel. Um, spoiler alert, we did not like it. Um, but the original Independence Day, of course, was uh, directed by everyone's favorite disaster movie director, uh, Roland Emmerich, who, I gotta be honest, it's crazy how he has really just had that niche. That is what he does. If you need someone to destroy the world, uh, go ahead and reach out to Roman uh, Roman Emmerich. You, we think about, Again, the crappy Independence Day sequel, but you look at something like The Day After Tomorrow, which he was, uh, which he was a writer on. Uh, you look at something like, um, oh, he's doing a Stargate movie. Okay, interesting. Uh, he did Ten Thousand BC, which I think is just absolutely terrible. But he also did the, uh, he also did the Patriot, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, Universal Soldier, not so much, but uh, he's done a lot of stuff I actually enjoy. Uh, not just Independence Day. But I like Day After Tomorrow quite a bit. Um, White House Down <laughs> is actually the first movie I ever bought on my Amazon Prime video. I love White House Down. I acknowledge it's not a good movie, but damn it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but he went ahead and wrote the script along with um, uh, Dean uh, Dean Devlin. Uh, Dean Devlin, you know, for being a writer on uh, Stargate. Um, outside of that... Um, he was a writer also on Stargate Universe. Uh, he wrote an episode of The Librarians, which I actually heard it's a pretty good show. Never got into it myself. Um, he wrote the screenplay for that Godzilla 98 movie. So, you know, not everything can be good. But this movie goes ahead and, of course, takes place here in the good old U.S. of A. Picks up with one of our main characters in uh, David uh, Levinson, played by... Jeff Goldblum, who, I just, it's amazing to me that Jeff Goldblum's, that, that, that movie's, what, 25 years ago-ish? And Jeff Goldblum still looks as amazing as he does. And he plays uh, David, and he's one of those classic slackers where he went to MIT, I don't say classic slackers, not, classic slackers don't go to MIT, but he went to MIT has an incredible mind, but just really just hasn't found his thing, and he's doing cable repair, and his dad is really, you know, on his case, because he's like, look, you could be so much more than what you're being, you know, you don't have to just be a cable repair guy, and I appreciate that scene that they have in the park where they're playing chess with each other, I thought that was actually a very um, sweet scene, we go ahead and then cut to Randy Quaid's uh, character, uh, Russell, uh, Russell Cassie, um, he's got three kids, and he is kind of like that town, uh, that town drunk, 
He's a conspiracy theorist. He claims that he was abducted by aliens a decade ago and that, you know, they're coming back. He opens up the movie by crop dusting the wrong, <laughs> the wrong, uh, the wrong field. Like he's just, he's a mess. And I will say, I didn't remember Independence Day being this long because it's only, it's a, like two hours and 24 minutes. It's surprisingly long. It's a long ass movie. But if there is a complaint, and like I said, I don't have many complaints about the movie, but they could have cut 10 minutes, 15 minutes pretty easily. So uh, Bill Pullman, who of course plays the president, and actually had a pretty cool message about uh, about wearing your mask yesterday. If uh, you guys haven't seen that, highly recommend you check it out. It was actually pretty, pretty cool. He plays President Thomas J. Whitmore, and his approval rating is dropping. I believe they say it's like at 40%. Um, you know, he's kind of struggling, but he's still honored to be president and really just trying to go ahead and keep his head above water, get his numbers up. And of course, this bullshit happens where essentially the government goes, hey, we've got, um, we caught on a satellite that this giant, you know, this giant ship is coming and we don't know what the hell it is. And everyone at first is kind of playing it off like it's nothing, it's an asteroid, it's a meteor, uh, it's a meteor. And then, of course, we find out it's an alien ship that's coming to invade us. And one thing I will say about this movie, this came, this came out in 96. And there are some parts that admittedly don't hold up as far as the CG. But overall, the CG is pretty damn good. Uh, shockingly so, actually. Um, the thing I always have to remind people, because, of course, he's the main character I haven't really gotten to yet. Captain Steve Hiller, played by... Uh, by Will Smith himself, this was really the, like, the, this time was peak Will Smith, because we got uh, Bad Boys in 95, which was a huge hit, we get this in 96, we get Men in Black in 97, I mean, Will Smith really was becoming the box office draw that a lot of people didn't think he was going to be able to become, you know, people really thought he was going to be Fresh Prince and that would really be it, but... Uh, but he really continued to elevate his star power, and this movie was a huge reason why Will Smith became the marketable name he uh, he is. So he plays Captain Steve Hiller, and he's married, uh, sorry, not married, dating uh, Jasmine uh, Dubrow, who's played by Vivica A. Fox, who, Vivica A. Fox is just stunning, still gorgeous, uh, even uh, these years later. I really like their chemistry in this movie. You don't get a lot of it because they do get separated pretty early on. Um, but man, when they are together, it's very, I found it very sweet. This is probably the most Will Smith has cussed outside of a Bad Boys movie because there's just these points where he runs into something where he's like, ah, oh, shit, or ah, oh, damn it. Like, he, he kind of cusses up the storm a little bit here. Uh, there is this scene early on in the movie that I really, uh, that I really enjoy where he's going outside to get the paper and people are starting to run for the cars and trying to get out of town, trying to evacuate. And he kind of looks up at the sky and sees the ship I'm like, like, Oh crap, that's not good. So he goes ahead, um, gets dressed, trying to go ahead and get to, uh, to get the base and figure out what's going on. Um, the movie itself 
it for as many characters as it has, and there are a lot of characters in this. I mean, I've mentioned just a few, but there are a lot of people in this fucking movie. It's pretty impressive that they make you care about the characters you need to care about with as little time as it seems like some of the uh, supporting characters get. Because this movie really is about uh, Jeff, Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum's David, uh, Will Smith's Steven, uh, Bill Pullman's uh, Thomas J. Whitmore. Those are really the main characters. Well, uh, Russell Case, too, Randy Quaid's character. But it's really those four characters and everyone else is kind of scattered uh, throughout the film. But they do a really good job of giving Vivica A. Fox her own storyline where she goes ahead and saves her son and um, uh, who's played by the kid who played Nikki on Fresh Prince. I cannot find that kid's name. But uh, where they have this whole storyline where they're uh, escaping the town because Steven, you know, has to leave to go to work. I really like how they put that storyline together. Um, I always have to point this out, but Mae Whitman, who I'm a huge fan of, you know her from Scott Pilgrim, uh, The Duff, uh, um, I'm blanking on the show, uh, Good Girls. Uh, she is the president's daughter in this, which is a trip to think about she her growing up to be one of my favorite actresses. I'm just a huge fan of hers. Um, I felt so bad for the daughter because there's if you haven't seen this movie by now, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But the fact that her mom gets saved at a point in the film, but she dies from internal bleeding, it's like wow, that's that's a rough way to see your your a parent go. It's it's pretty dark, uh, and I appreciate that this movie. While it is campy as hell at some points, um, we'll get to Will Smith punching the alien, but the fact of the matter is this movie does a good job of having consequences. The first time the aliens go ahead and really interact with us, they blow up a fucking building in a very brutal way. I mean, granted, I guess there's not a you know, a good way you could <laughs> you could blow up a building, but you know they kill twenty people at least and. The movie does a very good job of showing the gravitas of how powerful this alien technology is because a lot of these people who are in DC, rightfully so, are kind of are, are kind of skeptical about, yeah, there's no way this is happening. Aliens, you know, give me a break. I appreciate the fact that once shit does go down, everyone kind of goes into panic mode and that shows that even though these are supposed to be some of the brightest minds in our country, that even they're very dumbfounded by what the hell they're seeing. Um, I, I love that aspect of the movie. It makes it feel very, uh, very real. Um, the scene, of course, where the uh, White House is destroyed and everyone gets on where Air Force One, you know, they evacuate the president and everything. Seeing the blasts wiping out all these civilian cars wiping out the wiping out the White House, seeing that happen and <laughs> seeing uh seeing the dog uh that uh Steve uh, that Steve and uh, Vivica Fox uh, Jasmine seeing the dog that they own jump over a car to avoid an explosion can't be again as hell but mwah, I thought it was fucking great. Um, the action in this once the movie does get going because. Yeah, you get the big explosions, but you don't get a lot of alien-on-human um, fighting really until the back half of the movie. Which, you know, I don't think that's a really a problem 
I, I know some people may have issues with the pacing as far as action. I think they do a good job of splattering in action here and there. Um, are um, the U.S. the initial attack on the alien ship, which leads to Will Smith, uh, Steve, uh, Steven crashing uh, and punching this alien in the face, which. <laughs> I gotta be honest, when he punches the alien, it, it gets me every time. Will Smith is the original One Punch Man. Just, just, bop, one hit. I, <laughs> I love it. It, again, cheesy as hell, but I, I fucking love it. Um, I can't think of the character's name. I feel terrible that I can't, but Will Smith's friend in the movie, you don't get a lot of time with him. I think his name's, uh, like, uh, Jeff or something like that, um. But he's one of his uh, co-pilots, and when he dies, considering the very little amount of time we actually get with him, the fact that death hit me as hard as it did, I was actually kind of impressed by that. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know a lot about the guy. Um, really, all I knew was because, uh, really all I knew about was because of Steven, but they do have a good job, They do, or they do a good job of having these deaths feel kind of like they have some weight to them, um, especially as the movie does progress. Uh, it it plays really well, and it holds up really well. Uh, there is that scene that's one of my personal favorites where Steven is dragging the alien in his parachute through the desert, and he's just yelling at him and, 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 and kicking it, and... Man, that's how I feel when I have to call in for customer service sometimes. I I love that scene because, I mean, you think about the amount of effort that he had to go through just to kill one alien, uh, let alone, you know, the thousands that end up trying to go ahead and invade. Uh, I would be remiss if I did not bring up uh, uh, Brent Spiner's uh, Dr. Uh, Brakish uh, Okun, I think is how you say the name. The, the scene where the alien goes ahead and basically uses him as a puppet is a fucking terrifying scene. And I remember giving me nightmares as a kid going, oh, God, are aliens going to do that to me? Um, if aliens do come back, that I think that would be the first thing they do. Um, I got to say, too, for aliens, let's, let's just say, heaven forbid, but it is 2020. Who knows? It could happen at this point. If aliens went ahead and came down tomorrow there isn't a a number high enough for how screwed we would be <laughs> the movie really does play up the gravity of the situation that's something i really do appreciate about this even all these years later um the aliens themselves i think the design on the aliens is actually really badass it's it's x-files-esque uh, it seems like it's an upgraded version of the X Files, uh, if you if you were uh, or if you will, I uh, I really enjoyed the way the alien uh, designs uh, looked, and while they don't vary too much, the uh, the way that they are used as far as um, it almost makes them feel more dangerous. The fact they all look the same, which I mean, if you wanted to take the political route and talk about, you know. But, you know, never mind. I won't go down that road. But, yeah, in closing, though, really kind of going through just other scenes I enjoyed. I love the scene where we actually finally hit uh, the alien ship. 
I love Bill Pullman's speech. Uh, Bill Pullman's speech uh, concerning the terrible speech that uh, Trump just gave uh, on on uh, on Saturday or on a Friday, I believe. President's speech holds up so fucking well. I I I just I dig the hell out of it. Now, granted, the way we beat the aliens using computer virus is that silly, absolutely. But honestly, we had to beat them some way, right? Because America, but. I really enjoyed that though, and it shows that how smart Jeff Goldblum's David is. And I love Randy Quaid's sacrifice. I love the way he sacrifices himself. Uh, how Russell, you know, ends up being the hero, the crazy old man goes ahead and is the one who saves humanity. I really appreciated that. Um, I love the way that they went ahead and were recruiting people. Just you know, it really spoke to the gravitas of the situation. Of oh my god, we just need pilots in general. If you've flown fucking anything, we'll take you. Uh, it, the movie does a really good job of making you feel like things are dire. Which again, as campy as this movie is, is quite an accomplishment. Honestly, um, my biggest takeaway that I will say uh, as I wrap up here. How have Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum not done a film together? Like a starring film together? Like just them? I'd, I'd watch a buddy cop film uh, with... Uh, uh, I'd watch a buddy cop film with Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum. That'd be fucking awesome. I I love their chemistry and I hope at some point we get to see more of it. Because I really did enjoy uh, I really did enjoy it. And I think we could easily... I'd sit through a two hour movie gladly. Uh, starring the two of them. Um, the way that they get back to Earth, the alien ship design is really well done. Um, yeah, it, this, is just, this is just a fun movie. It is by no means perfect. Like I mentioned, you could cut off 15 minutes of this. There are, you could have cut out two or, like, two or three characters really and tightened up and given us some more time with the characters that we end up loving. But again, this is so much better than Independence Day Resurgence. It's not even funny. Um, I'll give this a solid A. Uh, again, not perfect, but a lot of fucking fun. And uh, and when Will Smith, uh, sorry, when Stephen and uh, David are flying the ship trying to escape from the uh, alien, uh, the alien planet, essentially, when. <laughs> When David's saying, must go faster, must go faster, go, 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 I, I love that shit so much, it makes me laugh every time, but, yeah, Independence Day still holds up all these years later, I hope we get a 4K of it next 4th of July, I think that'd be fucking awesome, actually, how they haven't done a 4K remaster of this is kind of mind-boggling, actually, uh, yeah, we should get this, we should get this in 4K, I, I'm looking forward to the day that finally happens, but, Guys, have you seen Independence Day? Uh, what's your favorite part of Independence Day? My favorite scene is probably them escaping because I just I, I love the tension. And as a kid, that just I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh my god, are they gonna escape? But that's probably my favorite scene. But what's your guys' favorite scene? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us on uh, Facebook or like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. And go ahead and follow us, uh, like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and iHeartRadio at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have reviews up this week uh, for Hamilton, which I, I'm so excited to talk about Hamilton. Uh, we'll have reviews up for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. We'll have reviews up for uh, The Babysitter's Club, <laughs> which I did not know that was a thing, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Um, guys, thank you so much for your support. Hope you guys are having a great weekend. Please stay safe out there. Uh, wear a mask, and we will talk to you guys soon. Take care.